I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a life coach, I help women just like you harness the power of your thoughts to take your good life and make it great. Join me each week here for inspiration, stories, and practical life coaching tools with real life application to start taking small steps towards creating the life of your dreams. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are on episode number 78 today, and we're going to talk about making decisions. So let's dive in right away. I don't have any specific special announcements for you guys. We're just going to dig in because this topic has been brought to my attention so many times lately, just with even big decisions, little decisions, all the decisions that I have been faced with and have had to make in my own life. And also with my clients, with family members, with friends, like there are lots of decisions that we have to make on a daily, weekly, monthly basis for our lives, for our businesses, for ourselves, for our kids, for our health, for our relationships, right? In all the different areas, we're always being faced with lots of decisions. And so I wanted to do an entire podcast episode on this idea. And as I was kind of prepping my notes for this podcast, which I don't always do, just confession, Sometimes I just kind of go off the cuff because inspiration comes to me as I'm speaking and prepping things in advance sometimes feels really restricting. Like I have to have the right thing to say, which actually like was so interesting as I was thinking about that. And that actually helped me that that idea was inspiration for this podcast episode on making decisions because, and we'll talk about this throughout the episode as well, but it's really this struggle that so many people have. And I, I would say that on a scale, I like to use scales and uh, many of my clients know that I like to use scales of like, especially one to 10 for rating things. Cause it helps us just kind of conceptualize and put things into perspective a little bit, but on a scale of one to 10, maybe this is like something that you could reflect on as well. How difficult is making decisions for you, right? Like how hard of a time or how easy of a time do you have with making decisions? And so if one is like, I make decisions very, very quickly, very easily, not a lot of drama. 10 would be like, it takes me forever. I overthink, I ruminate, and I ultimately like don't make decisions very well. I would say I'm probably at like a two or three. I make decisions pretty quickly, for the most part, pretty easily without a whole lot of drama. And, But I know that this isn't the case for a lot of people. And there's a lot of reasons why I'm able to do this. And I'm going to teach you really the process of decision making that I follow and give you guys some advice and some very, very practical tools that you can leave with after listening to this podcast and really apply in your own life. But I also want to just be an opportunity for you to kind of reflect in your own decision-making habits, which we don't often like think about, right? It's like thinking about our thinking, which is really 
this like metacognition that I want to encourage you to do, which is a lot of life coaching is like metacognition, thinking about our thinking, but it's wildly effective and super important. And so that's why we're doing it. So let's talk about it. Lots of people do struggle with making decisions. And the reality is every single day, we are faced with hundreds of decisions to make. Some of them are, and these are thoughts, these are opinions, right? Some of them are little decisions. Some of them are big decisions. Some of them are seem like monumental decisions, right? You know, even on a daily basis, it might even be like what to have for breakfast. How many cups of coffee you're going to have? Are you going to have coffee or are you going to have tea? Are you going to make coffee or tea or are you going to go to a coffee shop, right? you know, what time you're going to wake up, what time you're going to leave the house if you're heading to work or dropping kids off at school or daycare, right? Or what time you're going to pick them up. Are you going to go to the store today? Are you going to, what store are you going to go to, right? Like all of these decisions, you know, even things like what color to paint your living room wall, like how are you going to respond when one of your kids isn't listening to you? Making a decision like whether or not to call and check in on your mom or your dad or your best friend today or this week even right? Decisions about like what to do in your business, what niche to choose, if you choose a niche or not, if you are going to, you know, how you're going to market, what platform you're going to be on, what to share with your audience and your marketing content, what email provider are you going to go with, right? Are you going to have a freebie? Are you going to whatever, like all of these decisions, When it comes to our kids, especially right now, I think this is like a big one. Maybe not at the time of hearing this. At the time of recording, this might not be like a massive decision that people are still facing right now. But I think this has been like a big topic, especially the last couple years throughout the pandemic. And that is about like our children's education, right? Are you going to send your kids to public school? Are you going to send them to private school? Are you going to homeschool? Are you going to do like a homeschool co-op? Like all of those decisions, decisions about our living situation, right? Are you going to rent? Are you going to buy? Are you going to buy a brand new house? Or are you going to buy a house, you know, an older house in an established neighborhood? Are you going to build a house? Are you going to refinance, right? The um, interest rates have been pretty low, at least here in the States, you know, in the last like a year or so. And so many people are facing the decision, like, should we refinance? Should we save money? Should we renovate our home? Should we not? Like what contractor should we use? Are we going to DIY? Like all of these things. And even I think a lot of people are facing these decisions right now, especially about job situations, right? Am I going to talk to my boss? Should I talk to my boss and ask for a raise or ask for a different position? Or do I quit my job? Should I you know, get a different job? Should I not work right now and stay home with the kids? Should I stay home with the kids and have my own business? Should I start my own business, right? Should I go all in on my business? Oh my gosh. Like I'm exhausted by even thinking about all of the decisions on just even like a daily basis. And 
and the bigger decisions that we are faced with. And I just want to tell you guys something kind of silly that has to do with decision making. The other week I was home. So I typically work only like two and a half days a week. And that is, that was a very intentional decision that I made for myself, for my family, for my business. And I am home with my kids, um, at least our two little ones. Our oldest one is in preschool this year. And so being home with the two little ones, it's like almost like this fun, (laughs) this is like a mom's idea of fun. So if you're a mom, I am assuming you will understand this, but it's almost like this fun challenge. Like, can I get both kids down for a nap at the same time in the afternoon so that I can have some time to myself with like both kids sleeping? And so Yes, that is what we are looking at as far as fun on like a typical Tuesday afternoon these days, but that's all right. So anyways, I did get them both down. This is a couple weeks ago and I got them both down at the same time and I went and sat down on the couch and I just sat there and I all of a sudden got this really overwhelming feeling. Like the the feeling was overwhelm, right? And I just sat there with it for a minute, which I always do when I am experiencing emotion. If you don't know what I'm talking about and don't know why this is important, go back and listen a few episodes ago to processing your emotions. But anyways, um, so I was sitting here, I'm like, why am I feeling overwhelmed? Like what am, what's going on here? And This thought came to my mind, right? That was causing the overwhelm. And it was this thought of there are so many options. I don't know what to do. And so this was like a relatively, like in the grand scheme of things, a relatively minor decision, but I felt paralyzed by this. And what I mean by like, there are so many options and I don't know what to do. This is so funny that like this was happening to me, but I want to kind of share this with you to to show you kind of like what this process looks like for me was that there were so many options of like how I could spend that quiet nap time that my kids were sleeping and like what did I want to do with that time? And I was really overwhelmed by it because I felt like this this thought was like I have to choose like the best option right? What's the best option for how to spend my time right now? Because I was like facing and and I was overwhelmed and I was almost like scared to make the decision, which is so silly, right? Like looking back, it was like not an important or a big decision at all. It's like, okay, what do I want to do for the next hour or two that my kids are napping? But I was approaching it from this place of fear, right? Which I think a lot of people do, especially when you are faced with like decisions of any kind, right? And when we are thinking about it from a place of fear, it becomes really paralyzing to even make a decision. And so because we're thinking that there's a right or a wrong decision. And so I made this list. This is so funny that like I did this, but I want to share this with you guys. So I made this list. I'm like, okay, what are all of the things I could do right now? What are all of the options of like how I want to spend my time for the next two hours? And so I made a list. I was like, okay, I could, um, 
I could work. I could create some like marketing content. I could brainstorm ideas for a podcast. I could check in with my clients again. I could um, write some emails. I could just online shop. Like I could do some shopping on my phone. I could clean. I could read my book. I could listen to podcasts. I could listen to like past coaching calls with one of the programs that I'm enrolled in. I could do some thought work. I could do some journaling. I could just sit down and watch TV. I could make a snack. I could prep dinner. Oh my gosh, you guys, the list was like 20 items long. And I was like, okay, I could do all of these things. I could just do one of these things. I could do a couple of them, but like pretty soon, like 10 or 15 minutes had passed. And I'm like, you know what? This is stupid. I am wasting my precious quiet nap time (laughs) by ruminating over what decision to make, how to spend this time instead of just spending the time doing whatever I wanted to do at that moment. And so I'm like, you know what? You know what feels fun? You know what feels abundant? You know what feels exciting? You know what feels just like invigorating right now? And I decided, I'm like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read and I'm going to look out my window at the beautiful sunshine and I'm just going to sit here and enjoy this quiet time and not feel like I have to work or be productive or whatever fill the time with something like quote unquote more important. I'm going to read because that feels fun right now. And I made the decision and I did it and it was fun and it was perfect. And then my kids woke up and then we went on with our day. Nothing bad happened, right? And I think that this is the thought process that so many people get stuck in is that like, there's a right decision, there's a wrong decision and it's life or death. It's very, like, it's all very, very, very important. And we have to make the right decision or else something terrible is going to happen, right? And I want to debunk that. Like, I want to say that that is not true, you guys. That is absolutely not true. And so I'm going to share a little bit about kind of the types of decisions and then help you and give you some new thoughts, some new processes for making decisions. But I just wanted to share that story with you because it like really struck me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this happens to so many people on so many levels every single day. And I know that I'm not alone. So here's the deal. Many of our decisions we make on default or autopilot, and often these include like lots of little decisions, right? These are often called or considered our habits. And this can be really helpful that we make, that our brain just like makes these decisions for us if they are positive and or healthy habits, right? Because it eliminates to some degree this idea of decision fatigue, which is really rampant, especially in our society today, where we are faced with so many decisions on a daily, even like hourly basis, because there's so many options, there's so many choices in our lives and in our world right now, which can feel really abundant, right? But sometimes it can feel really overwhelming. And so we're oftentimes faced with decision fatigue, right? When we have so many decisions to make. And so our brain making a lot of these on autopilot, right? Or like unconsciously, subconsciously making these decisions because we've created some sort of neural pathway, right? That we have made that same decision over and over and over again. And it's created this habit essentially. 
right? It can be helpful in some capacity so that we can focus our energy on making like the more important decisions, right? Things like, um, you know, what time to get up or like to whether we're going to brush our teeth before or after we have our coffee, whatever, right? I'm just throwing out some different um, examples. We oftentimes have habits, right? Like get up, go to the bathroom, whatever, like fill in the blank with whatever like autopilot decisions you make. And if they're healthy and positive habits, then that is a good thing, right? Um, But if we're making our autopilot decisions from unhealthy or negative habits, then we just want to first like gain awareness around those habits and see like what's serving us, what's not, and just focus on creating some new habits. That's like an entire another discussion, um, an entire different podcast episode. But I just wanted to kind of show you guys how there are um, like unconscious decisions, which are like our habits, right? And conscious decisions. And that's what I want to talk about today. I don't want to talk about like creating new habits right now, because that, again, I'll do an entire different episode on that idea. But the reason so many people have such a hard time, and I talked about this, I touched on this already a little bit, have a hard time making decisions is because of a specific thought, right? And so if we're following the model that we have a circumstance and, and that's always neutral, we have thoughts about that circumstance. Our thoughts are our beliefs or our literally sentences in our brain. Always thoughts are always opinions. And we know that because they're not like the same for everyone. And our thoughts create our feelings or emotions, and that inspires our action or inaction and then gives us the result that we create for ourselves in our own life and experience. And so a lot of the difficulty around decision-making comes from a thought, right? And often that thought, what I can find at least for myself and for my clients and for the women that I work with and the people that I talk to and even my own like family members and friends is that there's often a thought that there's a right or a wrong decision, right? People and you might be approaching this decision or any decision from a place of fear that if you make the wrong quote unquote wrong decision, that everything's going to fall apart right? Or something's going to go wrong if you make the wrong decision. And so here's what I see people doing one of three things. And I want you to just like kind of take a mental inventory. Like, do you do any of these things? And if so, why? Like, let's kind of explore that a little bit. So the first thing that I see people do is research things to death. Okay. Research and research and research and read articles and look things up on Pinterest and Google and like research in whatever Facebook groups on social media. Think about it. Think about it. Think about the decision. Think about all the options. Pull all the people in their lives and ask, ask, ask a million questions. Look for everyone's opinions and thoughts and feedback, right? And like essentially procrastinate making a decision from a very sneaky place that seems and looks like from the outside, like very productive as if you're doing your like due diligence to do the research and like look into all of the options and like have all of the information right? 
And so this is like one of the first things that I see happen, like over research, over ask, over think about all of it. Okay. The second thing that I see people do from this thought that there's a right or wrong decision, right? Coming from a place of fear is that they don't make it a decision at all. And just like entirely avoid the entire scenario. Okay. Avoid even researching, avoid looking into it, avoid exploring their options. And meanwhile, while they're not making this decision, which actually ironically is a decision, not making the decision is to not make a decision. The decision is to avoid. Although I also consider this like a place of indecision, which is you guys, I want you to like really understand that indecision is one of the worst places to be because it drains you. It drains your mental and emotional capacity. And in the process of not making a decision, the decision like to make is still there right? Like I'm just going to use an example, whether to homeschool your kids or send them to school. Okay. Just like a quick example for the moment, like that decision is still there to make. And by not making a decision, you are essentially like putting yourself in more misery, right? Because you're still like thinking about it behind the scenes. Maybe you're not doing anything productive or active, about it, but it's still like draining your capacity to like show up as your best self in your life on a daily basis, because it's still there, right? It's still in your brain and it's taking up a lot of airspace, a lot of airtime, if you will, simply by not making the decision. And the third thing that I see people do is make a decision Okay. But then immediately question themselves, immediately turn to like, what if it was the wrong decision? Ruminate on whether it was the right or best decision right now. Um, contemplate like changing their mind or like contemplate all of the what if scenarios. Okay. None of these things are productive, right? None of these things work very well and they all create more misery for us. Sometimes for other people, if we like decide to complain about it or talk about it like nonstop, but mostly for us, but listen, there are no right or wrong decisions. There are just decisions. And you may be arguing with me right now, like that's not true. There are right decisions. There are wrong decisions. You know what? There are right decisions for certain people in certain periods of time. And that's fine right? But there are no quote unquote right or wrong decisions that are right or wrong for everyone in every scenario. Like every single person is so different. Our experiences are different. Our lives are different. Our desires and goals and hopes and dreams and all of those things are so different. And so there's no right or wrong decisions. It's just a decision that we are making right now for us. And the more we don't make decisions, the more we avoid making them or obsessing about them. Again, circling back, like the more misery we cause for ourselves. And the only way you guys will know if a decision is quote unquote right or wrong for us is to make a decision, to move forward, to, it's kind of like scientific, right? To collect the data, to observe what's happening 
Do I like the results? Like to actually allow ourselves to go through and implement and take action on a decision, observe the results of that decision, right? Of that action, collect the data and like from there evaluate, right? Did this work the way I wanted to? right? Is this going well? Is this not? Do I like this decision that I made or do I now want to make a different decision, right? Like you're not locked into anything in life. Like, I really want you to think about that. I really want you to consider that, like, especially now I'm kind of talking more about like the, the quote unquote bigger decisions in life that we're faced with. Maybe, maybe you're not spiraling out about like what to have for breakfast or like what to cook for supper or, you know, how many, like whatever, how many lamps you should have in your living room. Like I'm not you know, if that's where you're at, this can still be really productive. Okay. With a lot of the little decisions, but right now I'm kind of talking about the bigger decisions. However, this concept still applies. Okay. And I want you to really consider how this could be true. You are not locked into anything in life. Technically you are not locked into your marriage. Like technically you're not like, I'm not a proponent of divorce or of annulments or whatever. Like I'm not a proponent of those things unless it is the best decision for you at that time. Okay. Like, I'm not saying I, there's no judgment there, but I, I really want you to understand that you are not forced into staying in your marriage or your job or your career or your home. Like you're not locked into the business that you have, the company that you work for, the niche that you have in your business. You're not locked into your children's schooling or your, or their sports. You're not locked into your friendships or your vacations or any like trips or goals that you have set or created or planned for. Like you are in control and you don't have to allow fear to control you. So on the other side of these fearful decisions, right? These, this fearful decision-making like mindset. Okay. There's abundant decision-making and this is the best way to make decisions because oftentimes it's really quick It's really effective and it's coming from a place of trust. So instead of fear, we replace fear with trust, trusting that you aren't going to make the wrong decision, trusting that whatever option you go with, whatever like thing you choose, whatever choice you make, everything will work out. Trusting that you can choose differently if whatever choice you made didn't work out as you had hoped, like simply just was like failed to meet your expectations of what you wanted it to be, right? And here's the thing, the most successful people in life make lots of decisions. They make lots of decisions pretty quickly and they make them typically from a place of trust. I am, I would say I am in general, one of these people. I trust myself really deeply and also have a really deep trust and faith in God as well. And I'm also extremely intuitive and have done a lot of work to like increase my intuition and to really listen to that. But naturally I am very intuitive as well. This doesn't mean that it's always easy for me to make decisions, but I tend to make decisions pretty quickly. And I have seen that this is actually not the norm. Like so many people take a long time to make decisions and, um, 
that this has caused like other people to have opinions um, occasionally on my decisions that might seem to them that are like reckless or irrational or impulsive right? But I think truly that that's just like this collective belief, this societal belief kicking in that we should take time to make decisions, right? Or that it takes a long time to make an important decision or that there are like big decisions. Even that idea that there are little decisions and that there are big decisions, like that feels like pressure, right? When I think like this is a really big, important decision, that feels like a lot of pressure. Like I feel a lot of pressure to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. When what if there weren't even big or little decisions, important or not important decisions, and there were just decisions? Like what if we just came to a neutral place and we just took all of the heaviness, we just took all of the emotion out of that, all of the opinion and literally just approached it like this is a decision, right? Like how much lighter does that feel instead of approaching it with such heaviness and pressure that like it's the biggest decision that we're making, right? And so the collective, like the societal belief that a lot of us have just like taken to be true, like, oh yeah, it does take time to make a decision, right? And you know, I always have to consult other people to make my decisions. I always have to sleep on it. I always have to whatever, like X, Y, Z, like that might just be a story that you're buying and selling to yourself. That might not actually like have to happen. And I don't, I'm not saying it's wrong. If you sleep on things, if you, you know, want to pray about it or ask other people. Like, I'm not saying that those things aren't allowed and are not part of an abundant decision-making process, but I just want you, if you find that it's like, it's causing you to lose trust in yourself, or if it's like kind of your default excuse to not make decisions, I just want you to start questioning that. Like, is that true? Does it actually take a long time to make a decision? And I know from experience that it doesn't, it doesn't have to, because I've made many, 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 what other people would consider like big decisions in what seems like a relatively short period of time with a lot of like commitment and trust behind it. Right. And so what do we do with all of this? Like, how do we become more trusting? How do we become quicker, more abundant decision makers? So here's the thing with like the little stuff, like here's the deal. It might sound ridiculous, but it can be this simple to just make a decision, any decision, any decision. Sometimes I'll literally give myself a couple options and give myself a time limit to decide I like to have sometimes like parameters. Otherwise, if we don't have parameters, it's almost just like, well, it's a free for all. Like I'll just take all day or, you know, the next year to decide. And it's like, okay, the little stuff. Okay. Like deciding what restaurant to go to. Like, this is one that I see so many people struggle with. They're like, oh, I don't know what I'm craving. I don't know what I want. Like maybe I should just cook at home. And trust me, I have gone through this process as well. And I think it's kind of like a standing joke. Like don't ask, like even at a restaurant, right? It's like, Rachel's always the last one to decide, which is so funny. Like the big things for me are like some of the easiest things to decide, but the little things for me, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Do I want that? 
Do I want a pretzel bun or do I want a burger? Do I want pasta? Like, I don't know. I might feel gross after like, is that too heavy? Like I just had something fried the other day. Do I want, right? It's like this whole ordeal for me. Okay. So like, I'm not immune to this, but it's just super funny that for me, the big stuff is way easier to decide than the little stuff. But so like with that scenario, like sometimes I'll literally give myself a parameter and this is actually like a perfect example. Like at a restaurant, I'll literally say like, I will be the last to order. Okay. Like everyone goes first. And I know that that's kind of like my countdown. I'm like, okay, I'll give myself a countdown. Like if I'm standing in my kitchen and I'm like, okay, do I want to like, what should I make for dinner tonight? Right. Or like, do I want another cup of coffee? And I'll really like, think about it. I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. Like this is the tiniest decision. Okay. You need to make a decision. Like I'll have this internal dialogue. Like, okay, Rachel, make a decision in five seconds. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Decide. And it's just like, it is, it's a decision. Like here we are, let's decide and let's move on with our life. Right. Because it's not going to be a life or death thing. And so that's like a perfect parameter, like at a restaurant when I'm deciding, I'm like, okay, everyone's going to go first. And I know that like the countdown is like when everyone is done ordering and the waitress, waiter, whoever the server looks at me and they're like, okay, what can I get for you? And I know that in that moment, like it's time to make a decision and it's fine. If I don't like the food, cool. I won't order it again. If I like the food, awesome. I might order it again. I might not ever even be back to that restaurant. Like who knows? And really you guys, who cares? Right? Like there's not, it's not a life or death. Okay. It's not a life or death. However, with the bigger stuff that maybe seems a little bit more like important than what to order at a restaurant, for example, Like I do encourage you to do your diligence of research or prayer or like, you know, discussing with people that assists you in making the decisions. But I want you to, again, decide what your parameters are going to be. Okay. Don't leave it just open-ended of like, okay, I just can't make this decision. This is really hard. I don't know what to do. Like blah, blah, blah right? That's all just brain noise that your brain is offering you as a way to like confuse you um, into procrastinating, into not making a decision. Okay. It's not effective. It's not helping you. It's not helping anyone else. It's not helping you make forward progress in your life. And it's just creating so much misery for you. Okay. And so I want you to think about the process that you can create for yourself around decision-making in your own life and maybe categorize it, if categorize it into, if that feels good for you, like the little decisions and the big decisions. Okay. If you want to even address it in that way, like if you want to put that weight on it, you're welcome to, like, it's not a bad thing. It's not wrong. But if you really, really struggle with like decisions in general, I just like would encourage you to just approach all decisions as like neutral. Okay. Like this is just a decision. And so even with like the big stuff, right. Or the jobs, the, the, like this year in 2021, like me and my husband have had many, many, many big decisions to make like many big decisions, um, decisions to literally move our entire family to a different state, to a new city. We built a home. We had lots of decisions to make about that home. 
you know, like all of the finishes, all of the stuff that we were like customizing in it, um, you know, decisions about my husband's job, decisions about schooling, decisions about daycare, decisions about like literally everything. Like, I think if there is a decision, like a big decision to make in life, I think we probably made like the majority of them this year alone. And some of them we have really liked some of the decisions that we've made. We don't really like, but like, here's the deal. We're not locked into any of the things like we've are some of the big decisions we've already made. We've already changed our minds about it and we've already like done something about it. And it's so interesting to like know, and it's just so freeing to know that we're not locked in, right? But having like this process for even the big decisions, like to give yourself some parameters, like, okay, I'm going to research this. I'm going to look into my options, but I'm going to give myself two days. Or maybe it's like, I'm going to give myself one week, or maybe it's, I'm going to give myself two hours. Like you decide and then you stick with it. Okay. Or I'm just going to ask instead of like crowdsourcing your entire life. Right. And like, okay, what should I do? Facebook, like all the people tell me all of your thoughts. Can everyone's going to have one? Everyone's going to have a different thought and it's just going to confuse you more. (laughs) Okay. I've seen this too many times. People literally crowdsourcing their like decision and basically like pushing off their decision making to other people. Okay. Because they like don't trust themselves. But like ask very specific people for their opinions or thoughts, right? So like have a list if it's like, okay, I have this big decision to make. I'm going to research this for like two days. I'm going to look into, I'm going to go back to the the schooling thing because I know that whatever, that's just kind of what, what's on my mind right now for some reason. We're very happy with our, our schooling choices for our oldest daughter, but that's just like on my mind right now. So we're going to go with it. Okay. It's like, okay, I'm going to spend two days researching the different schools, the different options, the different maybe curriculum for homeschool. Like I'm just going to, I'm going to spend two days. Okay. And like X amount of hours, like researching this, I'm going to ask these four people or these two people, whatever about their opinions, their thoughts, because I know that they've experienced this. I know know that they have some good insight. I know that whatever, like I trust these people, I I respect them. And so like, just have some parameters around it for you to like, to support yourself in making a decision. If it feels too arbitrary to just say like, and too like heavy and wide open to say like, okay, I'm going to make a decision about this. Like, okay. And then what, right? To not make a decision is just like, again, stuck in that indecision. And so to give yourself some parameters, give yourself some limits is going to be really, really effective um, for this. So again, at the end of the day, I just want you to think about how you can create your own process around decision-making in your own life. Like notice what are your natural tendencies? What are your defaults? What are your habits? Just notice them and become super aware And now really come to the place where like, how do I want to make decisions? How do I want to feel when I'm making a decision, right? Do I want to feel scared? Do I want to feel pressured? Do I want to feel open? Do I want to feel curious? Do I want to feel like trusting? Do I want to feel whatever? Like you decide and then you create that with your thoughts. And I'm going to give you a couple thoughts, like leave you with a couple thoughts to kind of practice that will help you get in that place of like grounded, trusting energy. 
Because again, indecision, you guys, is truly one of the worst places to be. And I don't want that for you. I want you to become a successful person who makes like relatively quick and effective decisions, knowing that you're not locked into anything and knowing that it's never life or death, right? I don't want you to continue or become a person that just sits there and festers on it and replays the ideas and the options over and over and over in your head and like takes up all your mental and emotional energy and just like live your life exhausted because you're not making decisions or you're questioning every decision you make. So let's make some decisions today or this week or this month. I know we're all going to be faced with them. And here are a couple simple, but really powerful thoughts that I want to leave you with. So one thought that I want you to consider like practicing as you are like shifting your beliefs, shifting your thought patterns around making decisions is this, there are no right or wrong decisions. There are no right or wrong decisions right? Like I want that to really sink in. Okay. Another really powerful thought might be, I trust myself to make decisions. I trust myself to make decisions, or even like in the moment, I trust myself to make this decision, or even more specifically, I trust myself to make the best decision for me right now or fill in the blank with, I trust myself to make the best decision for my family right now, or my kids right now, or my career right now, right? Like fill in the blank with whatever like scenario you are facing right now. And the last one that I want to leave you with is this, this is not life or death and whatever happens, I can handle it. I want that to really, really like help you feel abundant in your decision-making. And the more you practice that, the more you'll start believing it, right? It's just like building that muscle, this new neural pathway, this new thought that you're practicing over and over again. Like this is not life or death. Whatever happens, I can handle it, right? You make a decision about your, your job. Cool. Okay. Do you like the decision, right? Once it's been implemented, once you take action, like, is it creating the result that you want? Are you giving it time to create the result that you want, right? Or are you assuming just by making the decision, everything's going to be perfect and joyful and beautiful and sunshine and rainbows? Cause that's never going to be the case ever in life because life is 50, 50, right? And so really just like trusting yourself to make the best decision for you, for your family, for your life right now, and knowing that whatever happens, you can handle it and you can always make another decision. All right. That's all that I have for you guys today. I know this is a lot, but dig in and let's make some abundant decisions. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you'd head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review so we can continue to get this content into the hands of other incredible women just like you. If you're interested in learning more about the work I do and what coaching could look like for you, head over to rachelolstead.com and book your free clarity call so we can explore how coaching can help you create your own dream life too. 